When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Something happened. What? So I was like bored in line at Starbucks and just like scrolling through dating apps naturally. Mm-hmm. What you do when you're bored now. Right. And you know how like in iPhones you like scroll up and it shows you all your windows and you choose? Yeah. So I got up to the line and I thought I switched no. to my Starbucks app. <laughs> So I like so confidently just showed my phone and she looked at me like, what? And then I looked back no. and I was like, oh, hello, Brad, 3206, Brad, shirtless selfie, Brad. And of course it's Brad. Oh, that's no. how I started my day. That is the most turn it up <laughs> thing I've ever heard. A real life cool. turn it up from Taryn herself, ladies you know, and gentlemen. From the original. That's <laughs> the OG. <laughs> I feel like it would be mortifying, but at the same time, like you just can't help but laugh at yourself because that was all you. And like, I feel like people just like, if that were to happen to me, I'd just look at her and be like, Sam girl, I get it. <laughs> Do your thing. Speaking of dating apps, I was on one recently and there was a guy. Um, I, I think I even took a screenshot of it. I wonder if I could find it. Hold on. Hold on. Basically. Um, I, <clears throat> what? I don't, I don't I don't know what that was. Okay. <laughs> Basically, I was like, you know what? It's been oh my god, I scrolled right to it. Basically, I was like, let me hop on. It's been a bit and um, you know, with dating apps, I feel like it comes in in, in swings and you just kind of like go with it and then you get pissed off and then you you cancel yeah. it and then all of a sudden you it's been a couple months without talking to anyone and then you hop back on. Oh, fully. Anyways, I hopped back on and um one of the first guys I saw his name is Chris. Hey Chris. <laughs> In one of the descriptions, it says there's like a tagline that you like are respond to, like a, a prompt. prompt. Yeah. Um, and it says, the one thing you should know about me is, and his response to this, the thing that we should know about Chris is, I'm non-monogamous. Oh. And yes, my partners know I'm here. Oh. I mean, at least he's up front with it. <laughs> I mean, if anything were to turn me away from the dating apps, it was that. And yeah. I haven't been back on since. <laughs> No, honestly, I, it's so funny because every time I talk to a, I love how we just start, we're just in the conversation. Welcome to the episode. <laughs> Hello everyone. everyone. Welcome to Unsolicited <laughs> Advice. I'm Ashley. That's I'm, Taryn. I'm Taryn. And this is us talking about just, dating apps. This is us having a morning and you're just watching mm-hmm. and listening. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Um, no, I love, what was I saying? Dating apps? No, it's gone. What was I saying? I don't, I don't know. Anyways, good morning. (laughs) This is the most realistic morning. Yeah. Everyone's going to be like, what was she going to say? I honestly never know. It's gone forever. Um, oh, I remembered. Sorry. Um, so I always love asking guys what it's like from their end, Uh because as a girl, there's so many times I get on and I get terrified because there'll be some creepy guy that says something weird to me mm-hmm. and then I get really freaked out because I'm like oh my gosh now they've seen my picture what if they screenshot it what if they're doing something weird to it like I just my mind goes to like the absolute worst you know so 
I always ask guys, I'm like, is it like, do you get freaked out by it? Like things like that. But I feel like they don't, they get a lot more of like girls being like showing all their goods. And then also they say they get catfished a lot more where Mm. it'll be like pictures of the girl and then they meet up and she's like 20 years older or like complete, just looks completely different. So it's just really interesting. Yeah. I feel like on dating apps, I I don't think it would be like one way or the other. I feel like it's, it's gotta be the same for both. Like girls get catfished, just like guys get, I had a friend. I do think guys are as, (laughs) yeah. And, uh, I was just like, well, damn, (laughs) there's that. Well, Um, I don't think guys though have to deal with being like scared as much as like, I feel like for sure that's just a female problem. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, what's that like? Anywho. We're not talking about dating apps at all in this episode, but welcome. This is a podcast. Honestly, thank God. I need a break from it. Yeah. This is a podcast where people send in stories, situations. We comment on it. If you're new, welcome. If you're um, not new, welcome. If you're OG, what up? You're an OG, what I do. Okay. Um, I wanted to start with something before we get in. Okay. We had an email sent to us by... I think it's pronounced Ruhi. I, if I pronounce it wrong, I'm so sorry. So this email states, hey gals, I love you so much. And your podcast makes most of my Mondays awesome. Oh, oh, oh. All Mondays, except this one. Oh. I'm not going to lie. I was reading this and I got so nervous because somehow, knock on wood, somehow we still have not ruined anyone's life mm-hmm. that we know of. It's quite possible, but if I was happened, like, oh you don't my have God, to tell us. <laughs> did we say something weird? I just got scared. I was listening to the latest episode of the girl emotionally che- cheating on her boyfriend. I listened to this episode three times in case I missed it and realized you guys forgot a tearing it up. Oh, I know. <laughs> Basically, I, know. I listened to the same episode for three hours straight, giving you the benefit of the doubt that my ears are not working properly. But turns out you did forget the tearing it up. And I was upset. Next time, you better have two for us. Oh, Ha-ha. Shoot. Anyway, love you guys so much. And I hope you're staying safe and healthy. <laughs> I was like, dang. We got I feel like we just got spanked. Out. <laughs> I know uh, it was out of like, I know, like you're joking. Hopefully you're not that upset. But- I think we noticed it afterwards too, where I was like, oh. no, we actually talked about it in oh, the middle we? of it. Yeah. You were like, do you want to do a turn it up? Cause we both realized we didn't come with one. And I was like, eh, let's switch it up. Oh, I'll, I'll never do that again. I'm wow. so sorry. I have no memory of that. Um, but yeah, I just love that you guys love these as much as we do. Yeah. So sorry we ruined last week, but Ash is hopefully going to make up for it. I have one this week. So and I started with my own tearing it up, so which we don't get that to. often. So I believe we're making up for it. Bam, bam, bam. There we go. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Go Thank ahead. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, should we just do the tearing yeah, it up? Yeah, do it. I feel like that just feels right. I feel like I just set you up like well for that. <laughs> uh, so if you guys are new to the pod, we always have a tearing it up, which is an embarrassing story that you guys the listeners send in yourselves and give Taryn and I a good laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of times the podcast can get kind of serious. Um, so these are always nice to have. Yes. Um, but I can go ahead and get into this one. This one's a good one. And Taryn's going to love it. Am I? Yes. You'll no know problem. why. Like, I hope you'll, you'll know. Like well, us. Yeah. This one is uh, titled, uh, a tearing it up. I knocked her unconscious. Oh, 
Hello, ladies. I know that there's a lot of tension on whose name comes first, so I made it easy on (laughs) (laughs) y'all. My name is Kate, and yes, you can use my name. I know everyone always starts out this way, but when I listen to y'all, my day genuinely gets 10 times better. Y'all are doing an amazing thing and helping so many people and not just the ones who are writing in. Because let me tell you, this is my first time writing in and I'm already so much wiser from your advice. So have an amazing day and I have an, an amazing tearing it up for you all. This story comes from when I played travel softball. Hey, I played softball. And it all makes sense now. Uh, If you don't get that reference, you got to go back and listen. I was about 12. Throughout my whole softball career, I was always the starting catcher and fourth or fifth in the batting lineup. Wow, that's good. That means she was like the girl. Just from that, you can imagine I am more of a solid build, which will become more important later on. My position in the lineup meant that I was there to hit the big ones and move the faster people at the top of the lineup around. Meaning if my hit didn't go beyond the infield, I was probably not going to get on base because I wasn't that fast. I can relate. Having said that, I was up to bat. When I hit the ball, it went right to shortstop. Like I said before, if it doesn't get out into the infield, I had a very small chance of getting to the first base, but I was determined. I was sprinting. I mean, for me at least, it felt fast. (laughs) (laughs) While running, I was staring at the play, wondering if I was going to get on or not. I quickly looked back in front of me to find first base and then thwack. I tumbled across the field. It felt like I had just ran into a brick wall in total shock, but not too much pain. I stand up, knock some dirt off, and everyone, players, coaches, parents, run out to me. Well, not actually to me. Remember the brick wall? That brick wall turned out to be the first baseman, and the first (gasps) baseman turned out to be lying on the ground unconscious. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, I can picture it. (laughs) she she put oops (laughs) (laughs) this poor girl who i had just pummeled was much tinier than me and was eventually hauled away in an ambulance oh my gosh i'm dead dude (laughs) but she puts because technically she was in the way the umpires called me safe (laughs) woohoo I dig her like thwack. Yeah, thwack. It felt like a comic book. Um, And that was the first time I knocked someone unconscious. Yay me. (laughs) Love Kate. (laughs) Uh, Oh Oh, my my gosh. I, um, I too had a, had a brief, had a brief career in softball. It lasted all of maybe six months. I was in fourth grade and this was my like my parents' attempt at, at getting me into the sports. The athletics. I was the uh, artsy kid that did music. Um, and they were like, oh, it's probably healthy for you to give something a go, you know? And my dad always watched baseball, so I was like, yeah, I want to play baseball. So I gave it a go, and I got hit in the face with a baseball, yep. softball, and it broke my front tooth, and I have not played yeah. <laughs> ever since. And uh, yeah, 
that's the end of that story. Yeah, I did. I did get hit. I feel like we've talked about this before. I'm having, or I'm having deja vu, which fun fact, I love deja vu. Mm, the matrix. I'm one of those weird people that loves things that like other people are like, that's terrifying. Like I turbulence, think a lot of people, I love turbulence in an airplane. I think it feels fun. And then deja vu people are like, Oh, I hate this feeling, but I'm like, I I love it too. I think, I think you'd be surprised how many people actually like those things. People just don't talk about it as much, but, um, yeah, I got hit in the mouth, like straight up in the mouth and softballs. Like it's rough cause it's so big. So Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it, my teeth were loose. My lips were fat. It was not a good situation. It was not, it was not, but dang girl, I feel that. Yeah. I mean, she shouldn't be blocking the base. So Uh, I don't want to say that's what she gets, but that's how the cookie crumbles. We would never say that. That is the game. We're good people. That is the game. Hopefully all is well. Hopefully she's good. You're sounding like you're like all sweat. Like that's the game. That is what it is. (laughs) When like. It is what it is. (laughs) I can't with you. Well, guys, we well, have guys, something to say. It's we're been very a long time coming. We heard your comments. We heard your concerns. <laughs> we we saw the requests. We saw we saw your DMs. Y'all slid yeah. in with those DMs. I'm proud. We weren't oblivious. We saw them. Yeah. And we recognize that it's taken us way too long to do this. Two years. It's not too long. It's fine. <laughs> it's we're just gonna roll right past yeah. it. We have big news. We are officially coming out with merchandise. Merchandise. (laughs) And uh, they're pretty flat. They're pretty cool. And, you know, I don't know. We've never done merch before. This is our first time. So, you know what? Support your girls. Support us. And also. You know what you should get your friend for Christmas? Our merch. Yeah. (laughs) Or tell your friends to get it for you. You know what you should get your grandpa for Christmas? Our merch. Okay, let's take it down a notch. The the key, guys, there is only limited supplies, so uh-huh. you need to literally jump on it as fast as you can. We have a hoodie, we have a long sleeve, and we have a t-shirt. They're all super just, like, straightforward, mm-hmm. you know, yep. fashionable, yep. but also, like, not in your face. Uh-huh. Subtle which flex. is basically the opposite of me. <laughs> I'm not fashionable, and I'm in your face. <laughs> <laughs> She wasn't kidding though. It is a small amount because we've never done this before. Yeah, so <laughs> we're just trying. Jump, jump on. Uh, we have the links down below. Yeah. We are both pushing the links on our socials. Go follow us on our socials and uh, get ready because when they drop, they might be all gone when it's, when the time comes. We're gonna drop it like it's hot. <laughs> drop it like it's hot. <laughs> you are sixty-year-old woman. <laughs> Buy our merch. Buy our merch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's go ahead and get into the stories. Um, I'm going to steal the first slot. How dare you? I mean, technically, you just read something, so. Well, okay. Um, now, <laughs> I know you guys seem to love when heated Taryn comes out, Mama Bear Taryn comes out, and let's just say she freaking is out during the story, and oh. I feel like you will be too. I can't wait. Um, okay, so this is titled How to Get Rid of a Creepy Guy. Ooh. But how to lose a guy in 10 days. This is one of the ones I was not expecting the story when I read the title. Okay. Because, like, what would you think it's about? Uh, uh, step-by-step guide for how to get rid of a creepy guy. <laughs> yeah, but, like, a guy you're, like, 
trying to date you or something, right? A guy that maybe you came across and just, no? No, girl. Just wait. Okay. Okay. Hey girls, I would like to stay anonymous about my problem. I know you guys get a ton of emails each week with each person wanting advice as much as I do, but I'm hoping you eventually get to mine to help me and quite possibly others with similar problems. I feel like we say this all the time, but like my heart breaks when I read emails that are like, I know you probably won't read it or people who Mm -hmm. write in that are like, I've written to you five times. Like I, I hope you all know we love you so much. It's just not possible right now. And until we like get someone to help us, like we try our hardest to read through them, but there's just so many of you, which is such a great problem to have. But we really hope that like each one that we address, like it's also helping other people who've written in who maybe we haven't read theirs, but we love you all and don't stop writing in. But just, I just want to say that because I just, it hurts me. <laughs> I feel like it physically like hurts one me. One of us says that every episode. Yeah, because it's so, so hard. If you've been here, you know. Yeah, you know. we just, we love you all anyways. Okay. For a little backstory, I'm a junior in high school and I am very shy. Oh, I'm a very shy girl who likes to listen more than talk. That leads to my issue of confrontation. Ashley's like, me? Hello, me and Ashley. <laughs> Um, I hate confronting people with how I feel either about them or even about the most random things like determining if pineapple should go on pizza. Hearing about how much you guys love Enneagrams, I decided to take a free version of the test. This girl did her homework. homework. Yes. Well done. The website I used said I was most likely a six, but I also partly other things like Oh, also scored it high in things like seven, which is interesting because mm-hmm. she's quiet and shy, but seven. She, she could be either one and be the wing of the other. That's true. That's true. Um, do you want to describe what a six is for people? Yeah. Um, if you guys don't know what the Enneagram is, Taryn and I refer to it quite often. It's basically a personality um, quiz uh, that you can you know, really learn a lot about yourself, about your close family members, friends, people in your life. Um, A six is a loyalist and they are, I don't want to put this, I want to make sure I say this correctly. They will die for you if you are in their circle, but it could take years to get in their Mm, circle. So they have some serious trust issues with just the general human population. But if you break past their barrier, you are family, you are practically blood and they will do anything for you. They also tend to go to worst case scenarios and um, imagine everything as if, you know, if, if you got, you know, a tax letter in the mail, you're going to lose your house. Yeah. You know, for an, for an example where it could just be like, Hey, you're late on, on paying something. No, (laughs) they're going to go straight to, they're going to come take my car. You know, like they are always prepared for something, um, in the worst case scenario, which also puts them in the best position when it comes to like catastrophic events or emergencies. Zombie apocalypse. They are always prepared. They always know what to do. They're the ones that have an emergency red backpack hanging in the hallway that you know you should do, but you've just never done. They're prepared for it. Yeah. And that's so, a six. <laughs> so do you think, this is just my, interpret? obviously you haven't read the story yet, but my interpretation of her specifically is if she's just learning she's a six, do you feel like sixes until they really get in touch with like 
oh, I am a worrier, but it can be a strength, that they tend to second guess themselves because they've been wrong so many times. I I, I don't know if I would or say like, that downplay themselves because they're like oh I always think the worst thing I would go with okay that. okay yeah because that's what I feel like is happening here and I feel like people will probably tend to shut them down a lot especially people close in their circle for example like my mom she always thought she was a two turns out she's a six yeah and she every trip I went on everything I did and I love her I know she's listening to this love you mom hi um, everything I did she would imagine the worst case scenario and yeah. try to talk me out of it what does that lead to? At a certain point, I'm eventually going to be like, no, mom. Yeah. Calm down. Like you know, you're always relax. worried. Yeah. No, totally. And obviously that, that comes, that doesn't come from just strangers. That comes from people that hear the, the fear often. Yeah. So because I would hear my mom's worst case fears in her head, like she would vo vocalize them to me. I, I got in the bad habit of mm -hmm. constantly telling her to calm down when there were times I should have listened. Totally, you totally. Know? I but because totally see that. It's like the boy who cried wolf because she would say it so many times. I stopped taking it seriously. Yeah. No, I feel that. Okay. Um, I mean, that'll make sense as we read. Also, I just want to just put a disclaimer in. If I get heated, I'm not mad at you, Anonymous, who's writing this, but I'm passionate about this scenario. Mm -hmm. So I just want to throw that out there too because if you already are like, panicky and you don't like confrontation I'm not mad at you but I just get heated mm -hmm. Ash knows that's mm -hmm. how I am okay anyway I play tennis at my school and I really enjoy it except for the coach some girls think he's great and they enjoy him while others like me think differently to allow you to create your own opinion on him I'll just present you with the facts well at first he is probably around 50 years old, and since he is rich, he decided to retire early. He's also one of those people that tend to talk really close to people. When I first met him, he was my substitute teacher for my math class during my freshman year. He asked if I was related to so-and-so. Oh, she said you can replace so-and-so with a name. Let's go with so-and-so. <laughs> um, I said, yes, he's my brother. He expressed that he thought that was awesome. And then he went on to explain that he had my brother as a student when he was teaching Honors English 10. Then he said something I will never forget, no matter how hard I try. He said, well, you're way prettier than him. At, oh. Yeah. At uh, this, that's what I'm saying, girl. Like she's questioning herself throughout this entire time. That was all I had to hear to be like, that is inappropriate. Already teacher to student. No. That's inappropriate. No. Okay. At this, the whole class went silent and started giving us, mostly him, strange looks. At that moment, I just wanted the earth to swallow me whole yeah, yeah. so he couldn't be creepy to me. Flash forward to this year. He now is my tennis coach. I've noticed that his nickname for me and a couple other girls is beautiful. Mm. Anyone can argue different viewpoints points on if this is okay to use as a nickname for girls, but I personally feel super uncomfortable. That's, I'm sorry, if you're not watching YouTube, I'm gesturing violently. That's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Oh, never mind. I'm trying to get through it, but that's all that matters. If anything makes you uncomfortable, you don't need an excuse whether it's right or wrong. Yeah. That's literally the only freaking fact that is valid. Yeah. If you're uncomfortable, it's not okay. Yeah. Right. Also like, the nickname beautiful is totally fine. 
unless it's coming from a teacher or someone in like a higher authority from you. Especially when that's an adult male yeah. to a teenage to girl. a child. A child. Oof. Okay. Yeah. He even used it to address me in a text that he sent me. Not hmm. cool in my opinion. My name is so much easier to spell and way fewer letters than the word beautiful. So just address me by my name. <laughs> it's also really unprofessional for a staff member of the school to say to a student. Fully thousand agree. percent. Before every tennis practice, we have to have temperature checks because of the current state of the world today mm -hmm. with Corona. One time when he checked my temperature with the thermometer, he had the audacity to mention my height, which is a very touchy subject for me for the fact that I'm very insecure about my height. For reference, I'm 4'11", stupid genetics. <laughs> oh. I think that's cute. Which too. I'm not going to, we're not going to comment because you might not like being called cute about that either. But everybody is beautiful. Everybody. Everybody. And everybody mm -hmm. is beautiful. Mm -hmm. Not your body, not your business. Well all said. Our, all our coined, all of our <laughs> coined terms. We're going to okay. come out with a shirt one day that says, not your body, right? not your business. Okay. He mentioned he liked my height before he walked away. Completely uncalled for. Another time, it was the same kind of thing, except for this time he decided to say how pretty my eyes were. Like, dude, no. this guy, oof. Uh. Legitimately, if I met this guy like in person and he was doing all that, I would say he was coming on to me. Oh, fuck. As a grown, as a grown adult. Yeah, you're hitting on me. So this also, isn't, you shouldn't be uh, questioning yourself when these are clearly like, any, any that's, yeah. those are pickup lines. Like that's how a guy like tries to like weasel his way in, you Fully. know? It's like I say grooming. weasel. Yeah, I, I say it. weasel because of this specific situation. Is <laughs> he a weasel? Okay. <laughs> I get that a lot. So it wasn't as creepy as other things he said to me, but it still felt weird. He walked away, but kept talking to me, unfortunately. He asked what my favorite feature about the face was. Like, why is he talking to her? Hmm. I had no idea what to say. It was the strangest question that was unnecessary to ask. He started to list examples like the nose, the lips, teeth, etc. I gave him a strange look, and then I just walked away, ignoring his question. He didn't ask that again, so I think he understood not to ask something so weird. Lastly, I texted him a few days ago to ask if we were having practice this week. He responded with no, but said he would text some people to ask if they wanted to play. I told him it wasn't a big deal. If I get bored, I can text them. I also mentioned wanting to get ahead in classes, so it's probably a good thing that there isn't tennis so I can achieve that goal. Reading this, he decided to respond with, I'm amazed that your intelligence somehow even surpasses your natural beauty. Ew. Ew. Bruh. And that right there. I'm done with him. You go straight to the principal. I almost threw up even just typing that out. Ew. Gross. I'm sorry for this. You guys, this is not a long email. I'm nearing the end. Bear with me. What I explained above leads me to, to my questions for you too. Do you think I am just overreacting and I should just deal with what he says? Should I confront him with how I feel or should I just leave it? Is there any way I can subtly tell him to stop without hurting his feelings? Girl, I'm come out in a second. If I do confront him, I don't want him to feel bad or see me as a sensitive little girl who overreacts. I just want him to stop so he doesn't continue to be creepy with me or anyone else. I love this podcast. I especially love to listen while 
procrastinating on schoolwork or even doing stuff like coloring or cleaning my room. Are you sure you're not nine? Thank you. I know. Seriously. I feel like we're I, the same person. Seriously. <laughs> um, take that thank test you again. for all your help. Love anonymous. Ooh. Do you want to talk before I go off? Um, yeah, I, man, I feel like we're very similar. I feel like our personalities are very similar. Um, I have a hard time. I'm 30 and I still have a hard time like knowing when I should do something and when I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I will say I, I have been in a situation before where, um, a teacher, a class that I was in, in high school, a teacher said something that was very inappropriate, um, towards a girl that I was sitting next to that was also in my class. And me and a couple of the guys next to us both said something to him, but I don't think anyone ever went to the principal. And to this day, like, I really regret Mm -hmm. that because my friend who was next to me, even though we weren't that close, like, I can't imagine how she must have felt and how embarrassed she must have been feeling like she would have to go tell the principal like that I would probably not be able to if it happened to me so um it bothers me today being the stronger person and have grown a lot and found my voice more um that I couldn't do that for her um so there there's something so simple that I didn't I didn't grasp at the time um because there there is a scariness to Mm -hmm. tattling on your teacher which is what it feels like (laughs) and there is a scariness to confronting authority and having to stand up for yourself when these people are so much bigger than you so much older than you you know um but there is such a beautifully clear line that comes with teachers and students and the second it gets blurry, you yeah. should say something. Not they don't even have to cross the line. They don't even have to, you know, the second it gets blurry, they're in trouble. They yeah. shouldn't have done anything. They're yeah. they're wi- they're wiser, they're older, they're educated. Um you're I know you're a teenager, but you're a child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he, it's, the line should never be blurred. The second it gets blurry, always tell authority. Yeah. Oh my God. And fully. I like this didn't even happen to me and I I still think about it sometimes and I get yeah. pissed cuz I know better. Oh, fully. I think like, and this is what is so scary is, and obviously like he hasn't done anything physically, but I think abusers or people who cross lines and are inappropriate, they thrive on the fact that people are afraid to tell Mm -hmm. or are like, but they're older. Like Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to trust authority. I'm supposed to trust adults. Mm -hmm. And so they are banking on the fact that no one's going to say anything because it's like, oh, well, I haven't fully said anything or I haven't whatever. And something that makes this even more complicated is everything that he says is a compliment, which makes you want to be like, oh, he's just being nice. But it's like, no. No, no. Even if it's, even if it's nice, sweet compliments. No, it's inappropriate. Just, yeah. Okay. So I could say so much cause this really, this just really bothers me because I just hate, I just hate when people not you're a junior in high school. So obviously you don't see yourself as a kid. I'm not saying you're a kid, but when people feel like they don't know what to do, they feel like embarrassed. You are questioning yourself in ways that like, let me just be blunt. You should not be like, first of all, saying, I don't want to hurt his feelings. I'm sorry, but that guy, like you should not be caring about his feelings. Not at all. Whatsoever. Saying you don't want to seem like you're sensitive. Like, nah, like none of this. And this is why I was questioning about, you being a six, but not knowing until now, because 
I don't know, like from what I'm reading, it sounds like you have been led in your life to think that your opinions are not valid or that you're being too dramatic or whatever. So I, I would bank on somewhere in your life. Someone's made you feel that you don't have a right to have the emotions you have or that you being sad or intimidated or scared is a weak emotion. And I just want to say, if that's not the case, just ignore this part, but that's, that's so stupid. And that's so wrong. Like we talk about this so much. Every emotion is valid. Mm -hmm. Every gut feeling is valid. Mm -hmm. That's why I said in the beginning, you don't have to have any concrete proof of anything. If someone is making you feel uncomfortable, they are in the wrong and you deserve for a champion to be defending you. And that doesn't That leads me to my point. Mm -hmm. That doesn't need to be you. You, I don't think it is your responsibility to call this man out. In fact, I think that's putting you in a position that you don't need to be in. I don't know what your relationship with parents are, but that would be my first thing is to step in and say, you know, mom, like the coach has been saying these things, show her texts, tell her examples of things he said. And then I think your parents should be the one that go to um, administration if, if that's not a comfortable relationship, then I would go straight to like a guidance counselor or something yeah. and just report it because you should not be having this conversation with this man because I don't trust what he would say. The fact that you're so worried about how he's feeling, I feel like he would get away with just manipulating you to be like, yeah, I was just being nice. Like, yeah. you know, um, so a thousand percent, he's very inappropriate with you. Something it needs to be addressed. Um, with that comes awkwardness mm-hmm. for sure, but it's good to have people's eyes on the situation and yes. people to be aware of it. So that way, like, cause if something were to happen and then it just becomes this whole, my word versus hers thing, but it's like, no, people have been aware that this has been weird. And I wouldn't be surprised if other of your teammates are experiencing the same exact scenarios with him and feeling the same way of like, I just don't know what to say. Cause no one else has said anything, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just, I wish I could just be talking to you face to face, but all of this to say, this guy's in the wrong. You should not be caring about hurting his feelings or afraid of what's going to happen to you. I mean, worst case he gets fired or reported and good, hopefully (laughs) and good because he honestly knows better. Like he knows better. You know what I mean? He's a grown ass man. Yeah. He He knows knows better. better. So I am so sorry that you've been put in this scenario. I hope though, throughout us talking about this, like you feel validated and you feel backed up because we got you back in this situation. Um, And yeah, I would definitely don't just stay silent. Just don't just take what he has to say. In the moment, there's things you could say like, um, I'm not comfortable with this conversation or I don't think this is an appropriate thing that we should be talking about without having to be like, Mr. So-and-so, how yeah. dare you? You know what I mean? You can quickly brush things off and be like, you know, I'm not really comfortable with this conversation and walk away. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely think this needs to be addressed. And Mama Bear Taryn came out, which means- Full force. Here which she is. means you got a point, girl. So yeah. Anyways, that's all. I'm going to rant about this. <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much for writing in and trusting us with this situation. Um, Good luck. I hope everything goes well. Definitely will be praying and thinking about you in the weeks to come, but you got this. You yeah. got this. We, I have full faith in you. Yeah. Full faith in you. And freak that guy. If he gets fired. 
I hope he does. Just send us an email. Just be like, ladies, Dude, it happened. Imagine and we'll, we'll have a little like a party. Ice cream Sunday party. <laughs> imagine me as a mom if my daughter came and told me that. Taryn would. <laughs> I can see it already. Oh, I, I can have. No, no. <laughs> Let me paint a visual for the listeners here. Ooh. Who know you so, so well, but don't know you as well as I do. <laughs> she would, if she was working at home, running errands, whatever it was drop everything yep she would come running in she would be a hot mess i mean like hair halfway in a bun her purse like off her (laughs) shoulder like hang she's trying to put it on her shoulder but she doesn't care and it's like flying behind her you know her coat is half on half off (laughs) she might even have one shoe one sandal you know why because she didn't take the time to figure out why because she's about to destroy the human oh yeah that talked to her little yeah. girl that way uh-huh that is that is taryn renee's mama bear she would uh-huh. demand that he be fired and if he didn't get fired that kid's going to another school <laughs> i'm seriously and she would also because me and her this is how this is how i am and i think i'm kind of rubbing off on her too not only would she have that whole confrontation that that we all as quiet people need to be better at. (laughs) She would also do the Ashley move and hop online and destroy their (laughs) reputation on the internet. (laughs) Contact all the news outlets. Everyone. That's my move. That's my go-to. I will kill you mood. I can't do it in person, but I will destroy you online. But that's why we're good for each other. Cause like if your kid was going through something, (laughs) like you best believe I would be there and they'd be like, who is this lady? I'd be like, you don't need to know who I am. And I'd be standing right next to her with my phone on Yelp. leaving a strongly worded review (laughs) I just have especially this I remember I was nannying and I had one of my girls was like 11 and she I will say she did not look 11 like she dressed and her just everything about her seemed Mm -hmm. older Mm -hmm. but we were walking I took them to dinner in LA and it was night and we were walking and I just got this weird vibe from this guy so I watched him as we walked by and I saw him walk like head on a swivel watch her walk by and stare he rubbernecked up Mm -mm. and down this girl's body right and so he's so busy staring at her he doesn't see me watching him right so I step it's a busy street all these people he's with a group of people I did not care I step in front of her and I'm like hi she's 11 he's like what I was like that girl that you're staring at that girl you just stared up and down her entire body that's the body of an 11 year old He's like, what, what? And I was like, no, keep your eyes in your head. And he was like, (laughs) he looked at me like, who is this little girl? She's going to kill me. How old were you at the time? I was probably like in my mid twenties. Yeah. Like 23, 24. But I was like, are you kidding me? And I just like went off. So anyways, I just have no chill. And that's with, I mean, I felt like they were my kids, but my own blood children, I can just see them begging me like, mom, please. Don't do it. Don't fight my coach. They're going to come crying. They're going to come crying to Auntie Ash. (laughs) Yeah. And just be like, mom did this thing and I'm embarrassed. And I'm like, but baby girl, she got you always. Here's my situation. Can you tell my mom and can you calm her down before (laughs) she addresses it? (laughs) They're going to have me on speed dial. I'm going to have my own like favorites. Um, He did. Anyways, Anyways. we love you anonymous. Thanks for writing in. Um, I too have a story that involves high school. 
Ugh, high school's the worst. And can I just, yeah, this is really like PTSD high school. Do not, I want to relive it. Not really, but you know, here we are. Um, this one is from one of our 10%. Yay. Male listeners. We love it. We love it. We support it. We are, we are encouraging growth. Yeah. If you are a male listener, please send one of our, one of your favorite episodes of ours yep. to uh, another male friend of yours. Yeah. We're, we're trying to grow. If you're not a male listener, send it to a male. Our goal right now is 15%. 15. <laughs> Let's round up, round up five. Round it up. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so he goes ahead and titles this, Recovering from a Scary Situation, a Guy's Perspective. Oh, okay. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. Hello. My name is Samir. And yes, you can use my name. Firstly, I have to say that you both have made Mondays extremely amazing, as I usually would start the week unhappy because it's the beginning of a school week. However, I always turn on my phone and smile as the podcast notification pops up with a ridiculous or funny title. (laughs) Shout out to Mark for his amazing amazing titles. Um, And he puts, and of course, with Ashley's input, but I just want to, I just need it, Samir, I just need to stop you right there. It's all Mark. Yeah, we literally have not touched a title Mark since comes we started. Up with all the titles, and he should be praised. He for, should be for his cleverness in yeah. wording, Rem- which <laughs> apparently we don't have. <laughs> um, remember, like when we first started, he used to send us like, "What do you think about this title?" And yeah. literally, like maybe four episodes in, we were like, "Mark, just do it." I know, like just, just everyone it. he sent us. I was like, "This is amazing." This even is our our episode descriptions. Yeah, I don't. E- I trust him so much. I don't even read them. I he just copy and paste them when Mark I'm uploading. Does it all? Slow clap. I can't. I don't have hands. It's okay. I'm- we're clapping each other's hands. We made it work. Ow, my something's wrong with my I'm hand. I'm strong. <laughs> um, anyways, I have watched or he puts, Ashley, I have watched your vlogs for years and your aesthetic is forever my inspiration. Miss Taryn Renee, you are the baddest bee and that I have ever seen. And I wish you both lived in Toronto because I would buy you both some amazing Tim Hortons coffee which is better than Starbucks. He oh puts. my gosh. Stop gassing us up. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, keep going. I feel like we have to go out to Toronto now and have a coffee date. <laughs> I love it. How he gives me that compliment after I just went like <laughs> straight hood on this guy. <laughs> my name. Oh, well, I just started well, from the top. From the top. <laughs> uh, here we go. So here is me. I'd like to think of myself as the male Miranda Priestley from the devil wears Prada. Ooh. Give me five years and I will own my own magazine. Yeah, you will. Dang. I love it. I know the confidence I wish I had. Yeah. Help. Sure. <laughs> I'm from Toronto, Canada and Enneagram type one, the perfectionist that makes he sense. puts in uh, little quotes, total Alicia vibes, which if you don't know my sister, Alicia, she is everything about her. Everything that she does, a perfectionist. Yes. And it can be troublesome for me sometimes, but that's <laughs> that's who she is. Um, he also adds that he has um, double the Taurus energy and is both sun and rising. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't follow know much astrology about it, that well. But I feel like I already know enough about you to know yeah. that means that yeah. you're like a- The Miranda oh. Priestley yeah. explanation tells and the me one. everything. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, it all goes together. So what you can take away from this is that I am a very detail-oriented person. My space must be aesthetically pleasing as well as my appearance, both inner and outer. It must always be on point. Love this. So my story, just a preface, I went to a public school where I met several new students from new districts, but this brought a lot of drama because new students from new places bring new opinions and bad relationships. And he Mm. adds the eyes emoji, like 
Oh, you know, yeah. uh huh. No, mm-hmm. I can relate. When I was in junior high, heart, junior high, <laughs> junior high, um, junior high, our rival junior high closed down. Yeah, and we took those kids, and it was straight up like it was like them versus us, like lunch tables. Have we were like we sitting about across this before. No, because the same thing happened at my Shut high school. Up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we had a merger and it yeah. was the most dramatic thing that ever happened. Yep. The only reason I know how dramatic it was because it, it was dramatic for the students, but my mom also worked there and it was just as dramatic, if not even more dramatic for teachers, on the I teachers. I see that. So I would, you know, we would all come, you know, home and I would, I would know about some things, but it was purely just kind of like whatever. There's yeah. just a lot of new kids. My mom, on the other hand, would just be like, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she never did because she's the best and she's a hard worker. But yeah. I remember it was rough. No, we never I've, talked about that. I fully can. One of my best friends, um, Ashley, one of my many Ashley friends. I'm God, just I one know, of I many. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> um, she, we hated each other because she came from that other school and uh-huh. it wasn't until we went to high school where she was like, Karen, you're cool. Like we should be friends. Yeah. And then it was like, okay. Cause uh, okay. like enough time had passed. But anyways, go ahead. Um, he continues. So it was a cold November and I was in 11th grade. Imagine me sitting in a beige hound stoof sweater, black skinny jeans, black Chelsea boots, which I had those boots. I had those yeah. boots and a camel coat. As a child, I was always very into fashion and loved experimenting with new outfits. My favorite color of all time is beige, but that doesn't make me boring. It makes me classy. <laughs> I'm obsessed with you. Same. <laughs> Me too. I this love is him. A, you are everything I'm not, but strive to be. Yeah, as also, I'm sitting here and he like added photos of him. To, okay, I just we can get into this later. Oh my, but oh my gosh, okay, you are GQ. Stunning. Yes, you are everything I wish to be. Literally, <laughs> I have one eye has leftover eyeliner on it, and the other doesn't, and my hair's <laughs> thrown up. Like I'm the definition of a hot mess. So I mean, that's just how comfortable relate. we are with you guys. Yeah. Um. Again, he continues. So I was strutting down the hallway after second period and had to run to the bathroom. I walk into the bathroom and saw many of the boys in my grade smoking, Uh -uh. vaping, and all of the above. These boys were always loud when I came into classes, constantly hit on girls, and were very rude to teachers. But they were like the brads of school. (laughs) Freaking brad. Brad. We all know who you're talking about. Yeah, fully. Very funny at times and highly athletic. But the thing is, when I walked into the bathroom, I could feel my heart drop and I knew something was very wrong. Suddenly, these fun-loving guys switched into a modern monster as their smiles went from adolescent to frightening. My eyes glossed over, my heart was beating at the pace of a running animal, and my fingers were shaking as I clinged to my coat. They walked towards me, each of them. The cult leader, let's call him Jack, came to me, put his hand on my collar and said, how are you, Samir? I said, fine, and I have to go. He grabs my arm and yanks me back. I attempted to run, but each of the boys surrounded me and blocked the doors. I say, what do you want? And push him back. Each of them come into a straight line and just look me up and down. Jack walks and whispers the saddest thing in my ear and says, you're next. So you might be thinking I was going to get murdered, but I didn't. I was just so freaked out. Actually, Jack later came up to me and apologized and said he was extremely high. But the whole situation still haunts me and scares me to this day. I'm scared to walk into any bathroom and be the one that looks different. I don't look like a typical 18-year-old, and high school was tainted for me after that moment. 
Do you guys have any advice on how to shake that feeling? I'm not sure what advice I'm really looking for, but I just wanted to tell you guys about a scary situation that could have potentially turned into something extremely bad if the circumstances led to that. I hope you both could take something away from my story. I love you both so much, and you are both baddies. Don't forget that. I love him. <laughs> and then he puts, I attached, I attached pictures of me if you want to see how I dress and look, which we already said it, we but said fashion on point, aesthetic on point, your skin, I'm so jealous, flawless, perfect. Perfection. You will have a magazine one day. Yes, you will. And if you don't have the oh magazine, gosh, you'll you? be in the magazine. Can you feature us <laughs> in your magazine? Wait, please? when you have your own magazine, have a podcast segment, a monthly, you know, and yeah, just yeah. every time it's us. us? No one else. If we we don't. we're still doing it. <laughs> if if still, we still love each other. We're right still now. thriving then. Um, Taryn, uh, do you want to pop off? I mean, can we just, high school sucks. I just like, uh, I'm so... I'm so bothered by this because I just think like bullying, I think the whole, like, if you're different than us, you, you deserve to be treated different. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. this whole thing, just, it pisses me off just to the core of who I am. And I just like my, my whole thing that I will never understand even if I have different values than you, I have a different lifestyle than you, I have different opinions than you, none of that would ever drive me to physically, mentally, emotionally harm another person. Mm -hmm. And so it takes such a sick, damaged person themselves Mm -hmm. to enter into a situation and make someone feel like that. Oh, you know what I mean? A thousand percent. And and the whole like hurt people, hurt people, not to make an excuse for these boys whatsoever, but they're obviously broken and damaged to have that kind of like anger or need to feel superior and make someone feel less than, which like, again, I want to punch them each in their stupid faces. But I just think like, It's just, it just shows that like our society is so messed up and broken. It's horrible. And no one should have to feel in danger to go to the restroom. No. Like that bothers me so much. So like as far as what to do, as far as like, I mean, cause what did he ask in the end? Like how, how to handle this situation or shake it off? How to shake that scared feeling. Um, I don't think. I think what what helps is to shift. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to feel scared because I I think sometimes fear puts us a little bit on edge and a little bit kind of like it prepares you for what you're walking into. Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing I would say is to shed the negative part of feeling scared and and turn it into something where it's like, okay, this happened. So it changes how I feel. So I'm going to think ahead of, you know, how to protect myself, what precautions I can take, um, finding out what, uh, what other options there maybe are. Um, again, this is something I would probably bring to administration attention. Oh, and a thousand percent. You don't have to say if like who it is, if you're not, if you're not wanting, you know, repercussion of that, I, I understand that. But I think also, you have a right to. Mm-hmm. And I think at, at minimum, you should say like, hey, a, a situation happened to me in the bathroom. I don't feel safe. 
you know, what is, how are you guys going to, what are your protocol? Yeah. What, what are you guys going to do? Figure it out. Yeah. That's their job. And if that means they give you permission to come into the office and use a teacher bathroom, or if that means they're going to have people monitoring bathrooms, like either way, it's their job to make sure that all mm-hmm. the students feel safe. Yep. So you should not feel like an inconvenience or it's inappropriate to address them with this. Yeah. Um. Also an, another like next step, which is so basic, but also like highly recommend it's I mean as a woman I I can relate to this slightly there's a reason that we go to the bathroom in oh, groups a thousand percent and if that means um you know if if you tell administration and nothing happens right away I just I would from now on always bring someone to the bathroom with you um and I'm not I, I have never experienced anything like this before so I'm not trying to compare my life to yours but um, I think there's, there's a reason that people do that and it's okay to start, uh, implementing that in your life, even in high school, yeah, even and in if, class. I mean, the thing, I mean, it's hard because I'm thinking in high school, it's like, it's not like you can like ask someone to go with you. It's like very, like you just raise your hand and tell the teacher to go. But that's why I'm saying like, maybe you need to like build something in with your teachers mm-hmm. of saying that's like, what I would say, yeah, like, I don't know something. Also, you did say um, you don't look like a typical 18-year-old. And I just want to take a second to be like, what is a typical 18-year-old? That is the age when you are growing. You are trying new things. You're learning about yourself. You're learning about life. You're trying to figure out what you want to do, what school you want to go to. Everything's changing. Your hormones are freaking through the roof. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, just be, I I, I don't know. There is no typical. I love that you know who you are and you know what you like, but there there's, there's no one to compare to all of everyone. Even me at 30 is we're all trying to figure out exactly what we're trying to do. And also like you're at the age group where everyone's fighting so hard to just fit in. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you refuse to do that, first of all, just shows you're going to do amazing things. But second of all, I think that is seen as a threat to people because they Mm -hmm. want that. So I think you just need to continue stepping into that. Um, being confident, but, but make people aware of what happened. And like I said, I think an easy fix, especially if it's like, you know, during maybe classes where you're not sure like who's around and it's not like people could hear you if you were to yell for help or something like I, they have bathrooms in the office. And I think if you say like, I don't feel safe, there's other options that are there. Mm -hmm. So I think you just need to like really push it. And if they don't listen and provide you with some type of a like solution, again, I think bringing your parents involved in being like, Hey, like, yeah, this can't happen. They, they by law have to help. Yeah. It's their job. So definitely tell them. Um, I don't know where, I mean, I mean, I know you're in Toronto, um, but I don't know where you live in Toronto, if it's a smaller, smaller town or a bigger city, but, um, out here where Taryn and I live, all of those aspects that you are talking about yourself, like the fashion sense, the style, the drive, all of those things are, are greatly worshiped out yeah. here. Those are amazing qualities. Um, so just because the dumb brads in your town can't appreciate it. Um, doesn't mean that you have amazing things going for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you just haven't found a group of people that know what that is and know to appreciate it. Um, yeah, I feel like masculinity in so many ways is, um, has been shredded and torn apart and the, uh, bar has been set so high to this, uh, like unrealistic, like very manly, 
thing. Like the guy wears jeans and doesn't care about outfits and doesn't care about clothes. Let me tell you, like when I'm dating someone, I very much look at what they're wearing. (laughs) So um, those brads just haven't figured it out yet. And I think them bullying you just goes to show how desperately broken they are on the inside. Um, anyways, Samir, thank you so much for being vulnerable with us and writing in your story. I know you've helped more than one person today by sharing your story. So you are a hero and thank you for being, um, open and honest with us. Yeah. Um, thank you everyone who wrote in today. Yeah. Yeah, I want to just say, let that channel you like channel that, not let that channel channel those feelings into making you just prepared and turn your anger into just inspiration to freaking kill it mm-hmm. and surpass all of those brads. Um, thank you for writing in. I'm going to end with a quick dad joke. Yes, please. All right. This is actually my friend Kyle sent me a few to hold me over. I love how everyone just like knows I, I thrive on this. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Why did the scarecrow win an award? Um, I don't know. No guess. No guess. I guess it's not just yelling out like socks or something. Uh-huh. I can't think of anything. <laughs> because he was outstanding in his field. Kinnick <laughs> is outstanding. Hit. That's outstanding. good. It's so good. That's huh? really good. It's so good. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the pod. If you have not yet, please like, share, rate, review subscribe Um, subscribe send this to a friend we would greatly appreciate it and um yeah if you have a story that you've been sitting on for a while now is the time send give us some weird life situations i want like i want to be able to be like what would i do yeah i I love weird life i love weird family stuff oh yeah we could go camping we could do hiking we could Mm -hmm. do we could do food maybe you're a chef something weird that happened to you well give it cook, to us you know all. give it give it all to us also we miss funny just give us more fun yeah give us some funny things cool. make us chuckle <laughs> anywho love you all love you guys we'll talk to you soon talk to you soon <laughs> bye bye